back to another episode of the Silent Conversations Podcast. It's your brother, Mr. West. I am Mr. West on Instagram. I am Mr. West on Twitter, on TikTok. We on Facebook. We live. We live. We live. Welcome back to another episode of the Silent Conversations Podcast. Welcome in. Come on in. It's your brother, it's your brother, Mr. West, and we tapping in. And today, like we do every episode, we're speaking on self-development. We're speaking on empowerment. We're trying to inspire you, yes, you, to start and continue down your journey of self-development, finding different ways to unlock that power that you have within to be able to change your current circumstance, not being caught up in the mistakes you made yesterday. Not being caught up in your your environment or what you think is contributing to your detriment, but finding ways to use these different things that we go through, these different aspects of life, whether they may seem good, whether they may seem bad, whether they may seem indifferent or ugly, how we can take each one of these parts of our life, find the lesson to find the blessing so that we can improve every day and become the best version of ourselves. That is always the goal. As always, welcome back. It's your brother, Mr. West, and I keep saying that because we want to make sure that we understand who we who we are. You know, me personally, I have to remind myself of who I am every day because this is a, a world that we live in that's bombarding us with different identities, different aspects of life that they want to put on you to say who you are and what you are. But you have to remind yourself who you are. Me, I'm Mr. West. I'm your brother, first off. I'm a student, first off. Um, I don't claim to know it all. I know my story. I know what I've been through, and I know what has helped me to improve every day. So what my goal here with this particular podcast, the Silent Conversations podcast, is to show you what has helped me with the goal to be able to help you start and continue down your journey of self-development, to be able to get out of that fixed mindset, get into a growth mindset. So that's what we're going to tap in today. Today's theme, today's episode is on visions, goals, habits. What do your vision, your goal, and your habits that you have say about you? So without further ado, we're going to jump in. But before we get started, this episode is brought to you by the Silent Academy. The Silent Academy is a business that I've started to help educate individuals about personal development, to educate them about home ownership and money management so that we can begin that journey of generational wealth. Many of us are on this financial literacy journey. We don't know where to get started. Many of us have made many financial decisions in our life, but do we understand where we're going? Do we understand the importance of having a home that we can call our own? Excuse me. Are we aware of the decisions that we're making to improve as a person so that we can maintain that home when we get it? Are we aware of when financial hardships come about? Do we know how to uh, navigate that particular part of our life so that we don't lose our home or if we need to uh, exit a property, how to do it properly so that we can regain our footing, be able to move forward in life and turn that new chapter in life to be able to continue to move forward and still hit our financial goals in life. Because just because you go through an adversity, just because you have a financial setback does not mean that's the end. That's just meaning that we need to regroup. We need to re. Uh, analyze our situation, get better prepared, get better equipped, 
and move forward, not focus on the past, but see what we can do today to make a better future. So this episode is brought to you by the Silent Academy. It is also brought to you by my book, The Three Ps, The Keys to Having Better Days. This is a mindset book to give you a shift in mindsets, how you can find peace of mind in the process, peace of mind with all the turmoil and chaos that goes on every day. We see it in the news. How can you find peace to be able to move forward and not be swayed by what's going on around you? How can you have a positive mindset? How can you take so-called negative situations, find the positive in it so that you can learn the lesson that you need to move forward? How to expand your perspective? Many of us have a perspective based off our experience, but we talk about in my book, the three P's, how to expand your perspective to see things from other people's points of view. Understand that there's other people that may be going through something similar, worse, or maybe better where we can learn from them so that we can apply to our lives and get a better understanding of ourselves and others so that we can begin to have more peace amongst each other as well. So that's what this episode is sponsored to you by. And brought to you by, excuse me, but let's get into it. Again, we're going to talk about visions, goals, and habits, and what they say about you. Many of us have vision. We have a vision for our life. We have a vision for our relationships. We have a vision for our children. We have a vision for our business. We have a vision for our finances. We have a vision for ourselves. But do we have a big enough vision? See, many of us in our culture, and I'm speaking about the black and brown community, we don't think big enough. We don't think that we're that significant to really think that the things that we really want to accomplish, the things that we see in our mind, we can really bring into reality. So it's important for us to have a big vision. It's important for us to have a clear vision of what we want so that we can begin to take steps towards making that into a reality. We're not talking about dreams. We're not talking about some type of spooky thing where we're just saying, oh, I have vision. I, I'm having visions. No, we're talking about real tangible things that you can do to bring that idea, that thought that you have in your mind that you can't seem to erase. That version of yourself that you see every day in your mind before you go to sleep, not when you go to sleep and you just drift off and you have um, a, a dream. And you think, okay, I'm, I'm dreaming of being married one day. I'm dreaming of having a business. I dream of having this big house with the white picket fence and the dog and all these type of things. I'm talking about a true vision for your life. So we want to break down what that is. So when you think of the word vision, let's look at the definition of the word vision. That's the faculty or state of being able to see the ability to think about or plan the future with imagination or wisdom. And then having vision in a verb would be to imagine. So what do you imagine yourself to become? Regardless of what your age or regardless of what level of development you are, your vision can always be available to you. There's still a higher version of yourself, a better version of yourself that you can grow into, that you can become. So how do you see yourself? So we think about that um, and I bring that up as well, that particular word. And we want to look at the definition of these words because it's important to understand what these words mean and why we have them. People create vision boards. They may put on a, a put on the vision board a, a type of house that they want, a type of car that they want. They may envision themselves um, a certain vacation that they want to take. They may have a certain amount of money that they want to make. So they put it on their vision board so they can do what? So they can see it. 
because the more you put it on the forefront of your mind, the, the more that your brain is able to come up with solutions or ways that you can actually bring that into existence. So people have vision boards because they want to put it on the, on the forefront of their mind. They want to put it on the board so they can keep reminding themselves what they're aiming for. So what, what does your vision say about you? Is your vision small? Do you just envision yourself just waking up tomorrow? Are you just envisioning yourself to be able to just pay your bills every month? Are you envisioning yourself just to be able to have gas in your car or be able to wake up and, and, and be able to eat another day? Or do you have a vision for yourself that goes five years? You know, I, I think I talked about this before. You may have a one-year plan, a five-year plan, a 10-year plan. Do you see yourself 20 years down the road? Now, there's no guarantee that you'll make it. But are you keeping, do you have a vision in your mind of what it would look like 20 years from now? What will you be doing? What will you look like? What type of family dynamic will you have? What does your finances look 20 years down the road? The reason why we want to expand our minds to be able to look that far down the road is because then we can back, we can down, we can now, excuse me, magnify and see what goals do I need to set? What habits do I need to put in place? What habits do I need to remove? What do I need to start doing? What do I need to stop doing? What do I need to continue doing so that I can get to this destination 20 years down the road, 10 years down the road, five years down the road, one year down the road? I talk about um, being 1% better every day makes you 365% better in a year. So imagine you take that same formula, 1% better every day for the next five years, where will you be? You have to really think about these things. You have to really narrow down who you want to become. Then you can see what you want to do so that you can have what it is that the person that you became will accomplish. One of my coaches, Coach Sean, which I appreciate him, um, he talks about um, that quote, be more, do more, have more, but you got to first, you got to be, that means you need to already envision yourself being the person that can do more, which also is a person that can have more. If you don't see yourself as a millionaire, you won't take the necessary steps to become a millionaire, which will ultimately mean you won't actually have the million dollars. Vision is all about vision. That's the first step. So you start with the end in mind. You start with the end in sight. So if you see yourself 20 years down the road, now you know where you want to go. You have a destination in your mental GPS. You have a destination that you can now work towards. You have somewhere that you can start walking towards. If you don't have a vision, if you don't have a plan, if you can't see something that you want to attain, then you don't know what steps to take. So that means you're just freestyling your way to your destination, which means you more than likely would not reach that destination in the time that you would desire or even reach it to, at all to, for that matter. So you really want to think about your vision. So when you think about vision compared to dreams, dreams are just a fantasy. We are 60 years removed from Martin Luther King's I Have a Dream speech. 
60 years removed from him having a, a dream of little white boys and little black boys holding hands and little white girls and little black girls holding hands. And now we come to 2023 and there's still chaos. There's still um, disagreements among races. There's still no true unity amongst humanity. So that dream was really just a fantasy. Though he may have had good intentions, if there was a true vision for it to be in place, there will be certain goals that need to be put in place that need to be accomplished. There will need there will be certain habits that need to be put in place, certain actions that have to be taken on a repeated basis in order for that to become a reality. But because those goals never got hit, because the habits never were replaced, the bad habits that were in place at that time were not replaced with good habits that's going to bring us to those goals, which will ultimately bring to life that vision. That dream is just a fantasy. So it's still a dream to this day for there to be this common peace or this unity amongst races that seem to not exist. So we want to be clear about what the difference is between a dream and a vision. We want to have a vision, a true plan, something that you really can see, not something that you just freestyled about, not something that you just fantasize about, but a true plan, a true detailed, clear plan for what it is that you want to accomplish in life and who you need to become so that you can accomplish those things in life as well. The next word that we want to look at is goals. So what is a goal? So, of course, you know, I bring up the definition. What is a goal? The object of a person's ambition or effort and aim or desired result. The destination of a journey, a point marking the end of a race. So I use there's multiple definitions of what a goal is. Of course, we're not talking about playing sports and sport, you know, sport and play. We're talking about reaching a goal. We're talking about goal setting. We're talking about planning our life out. We're talking about self-development. So I wanted to make sure I pulled those those definitions, those part of the definitions that correlate to self-development. Because again, we're not we're not playing soccer. We're not talking about the goal or a goalkeeper. We're talking about reaching and achieving a certain result. So that second part of that definition, the destination of a journey. Self-development is a journey. It's not something that you just start a point A to point B. This is something that you are is ongoing, like perfection. Perfection is a process. Self-development is a process. It's nothing that you can do overnight. You don't just become the best version of yourself overnight. This is something that you work towards every day because there's always a new scenario. There's always a new obstacle. There's always a new problem that needs to be solved on your journey to developing into the best version of yourself. The world is constantly bombarding us with different situations that's going to cause us to challenge and test our faith challenge and test everything that we've learned up to this point, different experiences, different people, different personalities that you're going to interact with that's going to cause you to think, learn, and grow into a better version of yourself every single day. So you want to think about that. So what goals do you set for yourself? So when I think about uh, myself, see, I set a goal to be able to run anywhere from three to five miles a day. Okay. Now, because I set the goal, I then had to start doing some action. I can't just say I want to run five miles and then just get up and go run five miles. No, I got to work my way up to hitting that goal. So I have a goal. I had a vision for myself to be able to run more. So let's let's put it all together. First, my vision was to be one healthier. I wanted to be more physically fit. 
I want to have more endurance and stamina when it comes to running and being able to run for long periods of time. So I set some goals for myself. My first goal was to run a mile straight. Then it was two miles. Then it was three miles. Then I got to the point where I was able to challenge myself and see how many miles can I run straight forward. And I got up to seven miles. But My goal was to consistently run three to five miles a day. So that means every day I got to get up and work towards that goal. So that means I have to change some of my habits. We'll get into what a habit is in a minute, but that goal has to be set there. But I also had to have that vision in my mind. What's the vision? Where do I want to go? Okay, if I want to go, if I want to run consistently and be healthy, I want to have more endurance. Then I have to set some goals that's going to help me stay on that track to reach that ultimate vision. You want to think with the end in sight or the end in mind. So if the end goal is to be a healthier individual, the end goal is to have more endurance when it comes to running and stamina and being able to have a better lung capacity. Me personally, I wanted to do these things because I quit smoking. So I now have to challenge myself to increase my capacity because of certain lifestyle, the certain habits and things that I was doing before didn't contribute to me being able to run. Now I, I could run one or two miles, but I wasn't able to do it consistently based off of my habits, based off of not having a goal or a vision to be healthy. I just went and did it, but I didn't do it consistently because I didn't have a vision and I didn't set a goal. So you want to make sure that you set real tangible goals that's going to put you in line with, with getting to that vision or reaching that end goal or that vision that you have for yourself. So that's the importance of setting a goal. But what kind of goals are you setting? Are you just saying, I want to lose weight? I want to lose weight. That's my goal. Okay. How much weight do you want to lose? Because if you say you want to lose weight and you lose one pound, technically you've reached the goal. But was that goal something that's going to help you become that version of yourself that you see in your mind, that vision that you have for yourself? You may be visualizing yourself slim and trim like a bicycle rim. But you say your goals are set as I just want to lose weight. So that means you can lose 100 pounds. You can lose one pound. Technically, nothing is definitive. Nothing is clear about what you're doing. So when you start going towards these goals, you begin to run out of steam because you don't know where you're headed to. But if you say, I want to lose 10 pounds in, in uh, let's say, three months, I want to lose 10 pounds and I want to keep them all. OK, now you really can accomplish that. Now you can say that because I want to lose 10 pounds. OK, where am I at now? And this is where I want to be. So if you add 200 pounds, you know, you want to be at 190 pounds. You can now look at, okay, what kind of calories do I need to cut on? How much exercise do I need to do? How much sleep do I need to make sure that I'm getting? How much water do I need to be drinking? Uh, all of these things help you reach that goal. And that goes into your habits. So you have to think about, and I'm going to kind of put a, put a, um, um, a bow on this whole thing because you really want to break it down to understanding who you are as a person. And when you begin to really have a true vision of who you are becoming and who you are now and who you are striving to become, it becomes easier to set those goals that's going to help you get there. It's going to be easier for you to look at those goals and say, okay, what actions do I need to take? What habits do I need to start and stop or replace? What do I need to do in order to become that person, to have the, that end goal become a reality. So you really got to think about these type of things. So when you think about vision, 
you working with the end in mind, your goals are those step step stones or those stepping stones that's going to lead you to that vision. And your habits are what make up those steps that you take on those stepping stones to get you to, to that vision. So you start with the end in mind. Then you work backwards. You reverse engineer your your life. You reverse engineer your process in order to get to your end goal. But where many of us fall short is our habits. So let's look at what a habit is. So a habit is a settled or regular tendency or practice, especially one that is hard to give up. An automatic reaction to a specific situation. The tendency for something done very frequently to become automatic. So when you first think of habits, you may be thinking like addictions. Okay, I got a, I got a, a, a smoking habit. I have a drinking habit. I may have spending habits, meaning that you just spend your money on whatever you spend on automatically. I was talking to my father one time, and um, before he retired, he used to tell me that because he worked overnights, he worked night shifts. So he would say that he had the habit of when he got off work, he went to Hardee's and got two biscuits and the cinnamon biscuits or whatever it was. But at certain times, he wasn't even hungry. But because he did it so often, he just found himself going to Hardee's and getting the food even if he didn't want it. So that was a habit that he had. Now you have people on the other side of that spectrum where you may have the habit of getting up early in the morning to pray. So me personally, I get up at about four. I try my strive to get up about four thirty so I can prepare myself for prayer at five o'clock in the morning. So I have a habit now where I don't need an alarm clock. I can automatically get up. Sometimes I get up earlier than four o'clock. Some and I have to tell myself don't <laughs> don't lay back down and go back to sleep because then I'm gonna move go past my time. But eventually, the more you do something, it becomes automatic. It becomes second nature. It becomes a part of your routine. It becomes a part of your lifestyle. So these are the habits that we have. So there's different uh, si- different sides of the spectrum that you can fall in when it comes to your habits. But habits are those repeated actions that turn into a tendency that you do until it becomes automatic. So you want to make sure that you're doing, what are you doing frequently? You want to look at your actions that you're doing frequently and say, do these actions that I take every day, are they helping me get closer to my goal? Or are they moving me away from my goal? Are they helping me get closer to that vision that I have for myself? Or are they taking me away from that vision that I have for myself? That's why the title of this particular podcast is Vision, Goals, and Habits. What do they say about you? Because if you reverse engineer and you look at your actions that you're taking, do you really want to accomplish that goal? That vision that you have for yourself, do you really want to make that vision into reality? Well, you will know the answer to that based off of your actions, based off of your habits. Whatever you do habitually tells you a lot about what it is that you want to accomplish in life. You can say anything. Anybody can say anything. Just like, you know, they say we have freedom of speech. You can say whatever you want, but then there may be a consequence that come behind you saying whatever you want. Now, if your words don't align with your actions, then what is that called? That's called a lie. So who are you lying to when you tell yourself that you want to lose weight, but yet you don't change your eating habits, you don't work out, you don't drink enough water, you don't do certain things that that align with those type of goals and that particular vision that you have for yourself, then who are you lying to? You're lying to yourself. So self-development has to become a full, a full-on process that you take. 
It has to be something that you work on every day. This isn't something that you can say, well, I'm only going to self-develop on the weekends. Or I'm only going to self-develop on Saturdays when I hit this podcast and I'm tuning in with, with you, brother Wesley. I'm just tuned in with you. So we developing right now. No, this is something that you have to do every day. This is something that you have to work on every hour on the day, every minute of the day. There's something that you could be doing that's going to either bring you closer to your goal or further away from your goal. It's either going to get you closer to that vision that you have for yourself or take you further away from that vision for yourself. It's all up to you. There is no one that's going to come and stop you from becoming the best version of yourself. There is nobody that's going to stop you from hitting your goals. The only person that can stop you from hitting your goals is yourself. You are in control of your habits. Your habits shouldn't be in control of you. You are the one that's in control of your goals. You set the goal. No one's setting the goal for you. If someone is setting the goal for you, it's nine times out of ten, you're not going to hit that goal. Because you don't even want to set it. You need to be self-accountable. You need to be able to tell yourself, yes, this is something that's going to help me get to where I want to go. Or this is going to be something that's not going to help me get to where I want to go. And you have to decide which action you're going to take. No one's going to stop you from taking the action. No one's going to tell you not to eat that food. No one's going to tell you not to go to the gym. No one's going to tell you not to go um, park real close to the to the uh, grocery store so you don't have a long walk. I mean, you could park further away and get, get you a little few more steps in that day. No one's going to stop you from doing that. This world is built on convenience. This world is built on, on being lazy, really, because a lot of people capitalize off of you being lazy. You got DoorDash and you have Uber and you have all these different ways of, of conveniencing you. You have, you know, all, an app for anything. You got artificial intelligence now that's going to help you do the work. You don't have to study. You don't have to research. Just plug in your question. You get all the answers that you need. But does that really help you improve? You can get a summary of a book and that may help you a little bit. But if you actually read the book yourself, you can get your own insight. You can get your own development going on that subject rather than taking and relying on technology or relying on somebody else interpretation of a book. You can go examine it yourself and get the full benefit out of it. You can go get what you need out of it, not what they saw, but get what you see. So that's something you have to think about. So when we break down these vision goals and habits, this this works in all aspects of your life. When it comes to your finances, what is your financial vision for yourself? What are your financial goals? And then what are your financial habits? If you don't have a financial goal or a financial vision, then there's no need to complain about why you're not reaching or becoming that version of yourself that has the finances that you want. If you realize that your finances aren't growing or you're not going anywhere financially, it's probably because you don't have a financial goal or you don't see a financial vision. You don't even see yourself financially um astute. You don't see yourself financially growing. You don't see yourself financially well off because at that point, if you did, you would begin to look at what habits you need to form, what habits you need to remove or replace so that you can reach those goals so you can bring that financial vision into reality. When it comes to your health and fitness, what is your vision for your health and your fitness? What are your finance, what are your excuse me, what are your physical fitness or health goals? What are your your uh, excuse me, your your health and your fitness habits? If you think about what your habits are, then that'll tell you if you're going to reach your goal or not. That'll tell you if you have a clear vision for yourself. 
And then you think about your spiritual vision. What is what do you visually see yourself spiritually? Do you see yourself praying five times a day? Do you visually see yourself reading the Quran or reading the Bible or or see, uh, making your different spiritual meetings or worshiping on a regular basis? Do you see yourself doing that? Do you set a goal to be able to read the Quran or read the Bible thoroughly um, or be able to examine these things and research certain parts of the scriptures that you don't understand or even get a deeper understanding of the parts that you do understand? Do you have a vision for it? Do you have a goal for it? Then look at your habits to see if they align. Your vision, your goals, and your habits all have to be aligned if you want to bring them into reality. If any one of those is off, if any one of those is not at the level in which is going to bring you to that, that next level in your life, then you're going to be running in place. You're going to be on that treadmill where you are exerting a lot of effort. But are you going anywhere? Nine times out of 10, you're not. The same thing with your relationships. Anything in your life, you need to first have a vision for where you want to go. Then you set a goal and then you start replacing or starting or continuing to do certain habits that's going to help you get to that end goal or that vision that you have for yourself. So that's something to think about. So me personally, I talk about money management. I talk about home ownership. And when it comes to our community, many of us think about want to re re uh, reach that status of being a millionaire. So I stumbled across a clip and I want to play a clip for us to think about when it comes to making a million dollars and what it takes to make a million dollars. So I stumbled on this. This is Brother Yogati. Uh, he was talking about his journey of making his first million dollars. And I think it is very insightful. And I would like for us to be able to tap in and see what he was speaking on in this um, particular clip. So check this out. And so for those out there who are on that journey, trying to get to that point, what can you tell them about how that feels? And what can you tell them about what it takes to get there to that first million? All right, that first million. You know what's crazy is because coming from where I'm from, we thought all we needed was a million dollars. One million. We just wanted to become a millionaire. That means one million until you get it and you realize it ain't enough. I remember being, I was telling the story, to me and my, one of my partners, I grew up with, we was tripping about this the other day, about when I was around, I never forget, I was around three, 350,000, 400,000, and it was like I was stuck. I couldn't get past that amount of money. And I was trying, on my, you know, on my way to try to get a million, and I couldn't get past that 350, 400, man, for like, I probably, probably like a whole year. You know what I'm saying? From January to January, when I count it back up, it's I'm still amount. at the same amount of money. And I'm like, I can't really figure out like what I'm doing wrong. And, and then shortly after that, I jumped to the M counter quick. And then it's like, once I got the first million, it's like I got to the two, three, five, ten, so quick that it was like, wow, it was so hard to get from the 350 to a million. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that run from 350 to the million that was, was way longer and harder from one to 10. Wow. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy. They say that the first million is the hardest. Yeah. Is that really the case? The first million is the hardest? Yeah, I guess so. Because I was stuck at that 350 for a minute. So for the people out there that are, you know, on their journey and whatever hustle they got, and they're trying to get to that first million, what advice would you have to them? I mean, stay down number one and keep going. But also understand this. It's easier to make the money. It's harder to save it. Say that one more time. It's easier, to sp it's harder to spend it? Say no, no, no. It's way easier to make the money than it is to save it. Okay. 
So, it, so to get to the million, one, you got to know how to save. Because mm. you could have made a million, but you blew it as you were making it. Right, right. So that's why I say it's, it's way easier to make the money than it is to save it. To save the money, you know what I'm saying? It's hard to save the money. Most people probably have a million dollars if their money management skills is right. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But they they spending the money fast as they get it. You get a couple hundred thousand dollars, you go buy a hundred thousand dollar watch. You spend half your money on a watch. Just like that. You know what I'm saying? You, you made another 200. You know what I'm saying? You spent another hundred uh, buying Bergen purses or something. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? That 400 you could have, and now you probably got 180. You know what I'm saying? So you got to know how to manage the money. I like that line. So that'll be our, our, our fortune cookie. It's easier, say it one more time, it's easier to earn the money than it is to save, save it. it. It's easier to make the money than it is to save it. Man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's hard. Or well, if you want to say it vice versa, it's harder to make, it's harder to save the money than it is, than to, it make is it. to make it. Yeah, yeah. that's real. So that was that was an interesting clip. I, I definitely um, like to see that particular perspective because many of us, you know, we strive to have a million dollars. We strive to be a millionaire. But what are our habits? Do our habits say that we want to be a millionaire? There's so much I took out of that clip because um, he brought out how it's easier to make the money than it is to save the money. Because many of us don't have the habit of saving more than we spend. Many of us need, when you think about it, you paycheck to paycheck, you calculate how much you're going to spend before the check even hits your account. You've already calculated where you want that money to go. So I talk about budgeting a lot. And that's something that is crucial when it comes to home ownership, because if you don't have a good, a good comprehensive budget, you're going to lose control of what's your priorities and what's not your priorities. And, and many of the things that aren't your priorities will take over and you won't have enough for your priorities. So if you have a full budget or a comprehensive budget that includes your priorities, as well as some of those desires that you may have, some of those wants that you have, you take a lot of the guesswork out. But what you should have in your budget is savings. You should have an emergency fund. But many of us aren't taught the power of saving your money. But we feel like that money is burning in our pocket. We feel like, well, we, you know, you only live once. Well, you, you know, you can't take nothing with you when you're gone. But then when you actually need the money, you don't have it. Now you got to work extra hard to be able to make up for the, the times where you should have been saving the money. So um, I'm glad he brought that up in that clip that it's important to make the money, but it's even more important to save the money because that could be helping you get to the goals that you have for yourself. If you want to be a millionaire, you could have already made that million, but because you're spending it just as fast as you're making it, you're almost running an uphill battle at that point. And, I, and that's kind of uh, important for me because I, I, I've taken the time out sometimes and I think about you know, over my, my tenure in the corporate America, I'm like, how much money have I really touched? How much money has really passed through my hands? You know, and I look at, okay, on average, I was making about 40, uh, 30, 36 to $40,000 every year for the last 15 years. So that puts me at about approximately between six hundred, seven hundred thousand dollars that I made over 15, 15 years just from corporate America. That does include things, side hustles and businesses that have started and, and things like that. So when you think about that, if you don't have the right habits, so me, I didn't have all the best habits, which is why I can talk about money management now, because it's personal for me, because I understand the power of saving money now. 
I'm 33 years old. I just had my birthday this past Saturday. Um, so learning this now is important. It's never too late to be able to learn new skill sets. And it's like, okay, yeah, you can think about, okay, I wish when I was 18, you know, and I was just getting into corporate America, I wish I understood the power of money and how to use money and, and how to leverage credit and things like that at that time. But that's the importance of self-development being a journey because those lessons that you learn from the mistakes that you made in the past can help you in your future, help you in your present time now, and also help those around you so that they don't bump their head. When you're speaking to the youth, when you're helping somebody who's gotten their first job or making more money than they've ever made, you can now tell them those those life stories you can tell them those lessons that you learn so that they don't bump their head or or allow their money to pass through their hands so so quickly so that they can move forward and that's the goal of this podcast is to be able to inspire and teach others from our experiences so you'll notice that on this podcast we'll have interviews from different individuals just sharing their stories sharing their insights and their perspectives so that someone similar who may be going through something similar or will be going through something similar can get some empowerment some inspiration um, and get the tools that they need to be able to move forward in life and not repeat these same mistakes um, as i stated before martin luther king had a dream 60 years ago and we still living waiting on that dream to come to reality and the way that we change that paradigm is by teaching the next generation by learning from each other so that we don't keep trying to figure it out in our community it is very prone we're very prone to just trying to figure everything out we got to start from ground zero and build it back up again and start from ground zero and build it back up again when we could just learn from the mistakes of others learn from the successes of others put it all together and move forward and allow the baton to be passed down to us and we take it further not just start over again so to go back to this particular clip so he spoke on how you know when he was on his journey of hitting his first million dollars he found himself keep staying stagnant at this certain level year over year where he wasn't getting over that three hundred and fifty thousand dollar mark which, you know, some of us, we look at 350000 is, is some good money. That's some, I mean, I wish I had 350000 Yeah, that's great. But if your goal is to hit a million, you really start to dissect, okay, what am I doing wrong? What is not, what is uh, happening here where I can't get over this hump? So he had to look at his habits. And when he noticed that he was spending more or he took, an, he, he kind of alluded to um, not saving or putting up enough to be able to hit that million dollar mark where he that money was passing through his hands but it wasn't sticking around long enough to hit that goal of a million dollars that's where your habits have to be aligned with your goals which also may have to be aligned with your vision for yourself and then he stated that once he got past that first million it became easier to get to the two million to the three million to the five to the ten million because he's now developed the habit of putting it up he's developed the habit of saving more than he spent and putting his money in the right places to continue to grow it so that's something that we want to learn that we can we, we can learn from anybody we shouldn't judge anybody or whatever industry they may in whatever hustle they may have that's something that you can learn from every one of us and the way that you do that is by expanding your perspective one of the things he brought up in this interview i didn't i didn't pull that clip but one of the things he brought up in that same interview where he stated uh, where the brother asked him a question and said um, in one of his albums, he said 100 million wasn't enough. 
He used to say he wanted a hundred million. Then he realized that a hundred million wasn't enough. So something expanded his perspective. He said he was in a home of a billionaire and the home that he was in that the billionaire was hosting a party at was a hundred million. So he said, if my goal was a hundred million and I like the way this house is and this house is a hundred million, clearly a hundred million isn't enough for me because I like this hundred million dollar house and most of the things that I like. I, I tend to go get. So if he knew he wanted to get a hundred million dollar house, he couldn't just have a hundred million dollars. He would need more than a hundred million to be able to get that house. So we have to be willing to expand our perspective and we have to be willing to expand our vision as well. As I said earlier, many times we don't vision big enough. We don't see things big enough. We don't expand our mind wide enough to be able to encompass what it is that we want to be because we are naturally in survival mode. In this particular society that we're in, we're trying to survive. We're just trying to make it through the end of the day. We're just trying to make it to the end of the week. We're trying to make it to payday. When in all actuality, if we were to stop, have a bigger vision for ourselves, we'll realize that we don't need to survive. We can actually thrive in today's as well with the right mindset, with the right knowledge. We can accomplish things that surpasses our current state of mind or our current perspective of ourselves but we have to see the true value in ourselves we have to acquire the right knowledge so that we can exercise that value exercise that power that we have within to be able to go get the things that we want out of life just because um, you want that doesn't mean that, oh, I just want that. that I, I'm not going to really get it. That's that self-limiting belief that we have in ourselves. But if we begin to really see and have knowledge of ourselves, really see and have true knowledge of how to get it, there's nothing that we can't do. All impossibilities have been destroyed. So we have to be willing. We have to be willing to think about our vision. We have to be willing to think about our goals and our habits and say, what does my actions say about the way I think about myself. If you don't think very highly of yourself, your habits and your actions will show that. The type of goals that you set for yourself will express how you feel about yourself. The way that you feel about yourself will say how you see yourself five years from now. Some of us don't even see us making it five years down the road. Some of us don't even see us making it 10 years down the road. We don't even think that far. So that says a lot about how we think about ourselves. That says a lot about what we do every day that's either going to help us get to five years down the road, 10 years down the road, 20 years down the road. Because many of us have habits, we have actions that we take that are slowly deteriorating our life and slowly taking us away from being able to even exist 20 years from now. So we really wanted to consider these things. That's why I wanted to have this particular topic today about vision goals and habits because um like when i started this podcast i had a certain vision for this podcast again i wanted to be able to inspire others to start and continue down that journey of self-development but i also seen this podcast as being something of inspiration for people from the standpoint of speaking to multiple people from all walks of life and being able to share their story excuse me share their story and be able to inspire the next person be able to get different people. I'm talking about artists, um, politicians, spiritual leaders, those who have their own business, those who don't have their own business, those who may have had failed businesses, those who have successful businesses, everyone to be able to come together and be able to talk about 
how they've started their journey, what obstacles they ran into and how they overcame them, what successes they had and how they appreciated them or how they may not have appreciated them and how they've attained certain goals and how certain things may have not gone the way they planned, but ultimately turned into a better blessing for them along the road. Be able to share these different insights and perspectives on success and on development so that we can begin to understand that this is something that we all go through. No one of us, there's no mystery formula. There's no spooky way of saying, okay, well, this person got success because this this person was chosen for that or they were selected to do this and do that. No, people work for their goals. People work toward, they have a vision for themselves. They set goals and then they change their habits so they can become a version of themselves that can attain these things, these these millionaire statuses, these businesses, get these uh, certain certificates and degrees and understand undertaking certain parts of their life and having a family that they, they always have strived to want we have to see these things if we don't see this as possible we will always believe that it's impossible but we have to remember that when we when god created all of that you see he destroyed all impossibility so anything that you want in life you too can do that you were made in the image and likeness of god as well so if you want something then you need to first see it in your mind clearly not just you know, have a, a vague idea of what it is that you want. Clearly see what it is that you want. Then reverse engineer and figure out what steps do you need to accomplish? What goals do you need to accomplish? What actions do you need to take to be able to hit those goals? And eventually over time, as you continue to make momentum, as you continue to take strides and move forward in your life, you will bring that vision into reality, but you have to know what it is that you want. If you don't know what you want, then you're not going to get it. You're just going to get random different results. These results are not going to bring you to the happiness that you say you want for yourself if you're not clear about what it is that you want in life. So we have to be very clear on that. So I believe I covered all the points that I wanted to uh, to cover about vision, goals, and habits, but you really want to think about this. I really want to leave you with these with this question here. What does your current vision, what does your current goals, and what do your current habits say about you? That's not for you to feel guilty. It's for you to be real with yourself. It's for you to be accountable. Because if you feel that what you're what you're doing every day is not helping you reach those goals and it's not helping you get closer to that vision of, uh, of bringing that vision into reality for yourself, Today is when you start changing those habits. The easiest way to start a new habit is to start a new habit and never stop. Once you change, then you don't go backwards. It's the moment that you don't stop is that you'll get to where you're trying to go. It's when you stop and start and stop and start and stop and start is when you always feel like you're running in place. We always feel like you're never going to accomplish it because you have no momentum. So you're always trying to push that heel back up again. So you see, you may have seen that visualization of a person rolling a ball uphill. If they, once they get it started, it's hard to get it started. But once you get started, you got the momentum, you figure out, okay, how much pressure I need to put on this thing, where how my footing needs to be. Once you get rolling, it gets easier and easier. When you push in a car, when you, when, when a car is, is, is stuck and you got to put it in neutral and you push, yeah, the first couple tries is hard. But once those tires are rolling and you just keep on pushing, it gets easier and easier and easier. And eventually you get it out the mud. Eventually you get it back on the road and eventually it starts rolling again. 
But if you just push it and say, oh, this is too hard, and you stop, and then it rolls back. Oh, it's so hard, you got to stop again, and it rolls back. You'll never get the progress that you want. You'll never reach the destination that you want. You'll never hit that goal because you're not putting in enough effort. Many of us quit right before we're about to get to where we need to go. We get discouraged because we're looking beside each other, beside us, um, people that's beside us and other people that's around us and what they're accomplishing. And we don't see that we're getting the same progress as them. So we just give up. But everything that's for you is for you and can't nobody take that away from you. But are you willing to push? Are you willing to have faith long enough to be able to bring it into existence? Are you willing to become the version of yourself that can attain these things? Are you willing to become the person that can do the things that are necessary to have what you say you want? And it's going to take some work. You got to first shed off the old personality. Take on a new personality. You got to renew your mind so that you can be transformed. So it starts with the mindset. But that doesn't mean just because you have feel like you have a new mindset that the next time you're triggered by something, you're not going to want to resort back to your old self. Now, if you do, you just like starting all over again. But are you willing to address? Okay, I'm triggered right now, but I know that if I allow myself to fall victim to this mindset that I used to have, then I'm going to be putting myself further away from my goal. So I'm going to bypass that. I'm not going to be distracted. I'm not going to be tempted. I'm not going to be triggered. I'm just going to keep moving forward. I'm going to cut off the distractions. I'm going to stop the temptations. I'm going to keep moving forward, I, regardless of how much progress I make. I want to make some progress. 1% better every day is 365% better in a year. Are you willing to put the work in to get that 1% better at a minimum? Some days you may get 5% better. Some days you might have a 10% better day. But that doesn't mean that tomorrow you don't you put in less work because you accomplished so much yesterday. No, you need to put in the same amount of work, if not more today, to keep that momentum going so that you can reach those goals that you have. So think about that. Make bigger visions. Have a bigger vision for yourself. Set bigger goals for yourself. The bigger the goal, the better the, the habits need to be and the more consistent you need to be in your habits in order to get that goal. Be willing to sacrifice your old self to become your new self or that better version of yourself that you want. Sometimes you can't you can't take everybody that, that you used to have with you into your new life, into that vision. That vision that you have is for you. You see the vision. No one else has your eyes. No one else is in your mind and can see what it is that you have for yourself. So it's up to you to make the necessary changes. It's up to you to make the next necessary disruptions in your life to be able to get to where you want to go. And just know that once you get there, they're going to come with their own blessings. It's going to come with its own obstacles as well. It's going to come with its own uh, adversity. But these things are going to make us better, stronger. It's going to make us clearer. It's going to make us even better every day. So are you willing to sacrifice these um, things that are hindering you right now? Are you willing to sacrifice these small blessings that you may have now? Some of the small things that you get in life for the bigger things that you want in life? How important is it? for you i leave it on this we all know what et said you know when he first kind of started blowing up he said when you want to succeed as much as you want to breathe that's when you'll be successful so how bad do you really want to bring that vision that you have for yourself to life how bad do you want to accomplish those goals how bad do you want to change your habits so that you can become the version of yourself that you deserve and you know you deserve it 
That's the question you ask yourself. So what does your vision say about you? What do your goals that you're setting right now say about you? Do they say that you, you know, you're small minded? Do they say that you don't believe in yourself? Do they say that you don't feel as if you're worth having anything good in life? Think about that. Think about that. So I leave you with that note. This has been episode 39 of the Silent Conversations podcast. Tap in with us every Saturday at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, live on YouTube, live on Facebook, live on uh, TikTok, uh, not TikTok, live on Twitter um, as well. But be sure to follow on TikTok, follow on Instagram, follow on, on Facebook, follow on uh, Twitter. Everywhere that you can find me, I am Mr. West. I am dot Mr. West on Instagram and uh, TikTok. I am underscore Mr. West on Twitter. You see it on the scrolling bar that we have below. As always, these episodes are sponsored by the Silent Academy. That is where we talk about home ownership, educating people on budgeting and money management. If you need help with your budget, text the word budget to 804-221-6226. That's 804-221-6226. Text the word budget. If you need help, of, um, if you're in a financial hardship and you need help avoiding foreclosure, you need some strategies to be able to get around and understand the, uh, the terminology and the options that you have to be able to save your home or even exit your home um, so that you can move on safely and avoid that credit impact that a foreclosure can have. Text the word solutions to 804-221-6226 and tap in family. It's your brother, Mr. West. I appreciate you tapping in with me as always. Peace, positivity, and perspective. And always remember this, think, learn, grow. Every day you should be thinking because if you're thinking, you can find a way to learn. If you're learning, you're creating a way to grow. And anything that's not growing is dying. That can be your finances. That can be your mindset. That can be your relationships. That can be anything in life, your business. If it's not growing, it's dying. That's just a part of life. It's only going to go one way or the other. So always be looking for ways to be able to grow your skill sets, grow your relationships, grow your family, grow your business, grow your finances, grow yourself mainly because the better you are, the better you can do the other things that you have going on in life. So tap in family. It's your brother, Mr. West, and I'll see you next week. Peace.